0: hello everyone and welcome to the pirates fan forum here on dk pittsburgh sports podcast network i'm your host gary morgan for those of you that don't know sitting right next to me here my partner in crime all out of breath from making a pit fan pilgrimage to penn state today jim stamp how are (laughs) you brother
1: Dude, I won't bore you with the details or anybody else. We have limited time. We've got tons to talk about, but I'm never doing a drive like that again during the day. Showing up for the podcast, <laughs> never again, dude. But anyways, <laughs> let's 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 get going. Super super cool, man. Um, so
0: we're gonna talk Laundry Week. We're doing socks all week, man. We did the red socks first. Yeah, we're gonna get the white socks next. So. I figured let's talk a little bit about that last series, you know, we kind of limped into it out of Cincinnati one and one and two, probably not feeling great about themselves. A little little deflating, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think uh, in many ways, pirates fans were probably looking at Cincinnati the same way the Red Sox were looking at the pirates, (laughs) you know, boy, boy, it's going to be nice to face those pirates, you know, I think Kutch put it best on Twitter when he put out that tweet saying, like, you know, everybody thought, uh oh, gotcha, you know? (laughs) Sure. So good, good for them, man. They went in there and they took, they took care of business in Boston. Uh, Like, first game, last year, man, they lose that game like 13 to 2 or something. They don't come back and and just take that game away. You know, they would have been so deflated from the first inning. It would have just all fallen to pieces. But, Johan Oviedo, man, he uh, he came. He got back on the horse after he got bucked in the first inning, and and he pushed, man, and he fought. He didn't have his stuff. Pretty he impressive did, from a kid.
1: Yeah, he did the JT Brubaker right, which was struggle early. Looks like he's gonna make it two and a third, and next thing you know, he he settled down. So good sign. Good sign. Yeah. The young, uh, young differences,
0: guy. I guess, we didn't see it thirty times. So like, <laughs> true. True, but yeah, I mean, it was good stuff all in all. And I, I was, I was happy with the performance. The bullpen sure as hell pitched lights out. They shut down Boston's offense. That has been crazy hot to start the season. And, uh, what I saw, they, they picked up right where they left off today in Detroit scored six more runs, you know, um, the pirates pitching came to play, man. (laughs) They really did. Rewansi was great.
1: Yes, really.
0: Uh, I didn't know what to expect going into that, Jim. I didn't I think you and I talked a little bit. We hadn't really seen him in the spring, you know, a whole lot. So to finally get you know eyes on him and to see him just looking every bit what he was, wow, that was that was comforting.
1: yeah, you know and and Relanzi's the type of guy. Nothing surprises me with him, but I wouldn't have been shocked if he didn't look super sharp, or only made it through four or something. And he, he was the exact opposite. So I mean, just super. Man, what we got out of Keller and Rowanzi? It, it, if that, if that part is going well, boy, do things start looking a lot better, right? I mean, right.
0: I mean, speaking of Keller, here's Shady. Keller's an animal. He was, he was <laughs> an animal. And Jim, this is actually a pretty interesting point from that. I, I'm not sure that I expected Derek Shelton to show that kind of faith in Keller, not only because he didn't have a history of doing it last season, he got burned by it once this year already. Yeah. So I was happy to see him do it. I was frightened to see that he almost got burned by it again, but I mean, what did you think of that
1: decision?
0: And obviously the outcome.
1: Well, I mean look it, i I love the the fact that he went right back to doing it again. Fortunately, it looks a lot better because it it worked out this time, but i I, I would hope that if you if you show that kind of faith in him the first game and then the second game pull back on that, that would that would worry me or disappoint me. So hey, let him do it the next time. Like let's he's gotta get over that hump anyway. Um, we know what Keller's capable of. He's shown it now enough. So I, I I love the decision. And let's be honest, he's gonna have to let some of these pitchers go a little bit more. We can't depend on a bullpen to make it all year carrying the load. It just typically won't work out.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think I think it's good to see that there's a willingness there does seem to be allowing them to stretch their legs a little bit more not just the veterans this time you know uh, i think he even let Rawanzi go a little bit longer than i thought he would just yeah. because uh, he, he hasn't been all that stretched out you know um pretty nice to see that comfort level come along the last cuz man if you can get 5 out of him you're, it's probably a success I, I mean i think that's what you want and rich hill i think a lot of people don't really think about it Rich Hill really never goes beyond six innings, hardly ever has, so
1: Rich Hill certainly not going
0: yeah, lately in his career, or I mean he's certainly not going to be a guy that's giving you you know seven eight nine inning you know outings very often if he does at all'cause he he's a junk baller at this point, um so you really need innings out of Keller and Rowanzi right. And uh, Oviedo, to a degree, has to be the horse his body size says he should be.
1: And, so, and you, you know, let's. I'll I, look. I, I'm thrilled with how things gone. I'll pour a, a tiny bit of cold water on things and just say, like, um, I'm still. I, I don't know what to expect long-term from guys like Moretta and Zastrinsky, You know, like, I just don't know yet. I think they got away with some pitches in that series. Yeah, um, Holderman, even my guy, even he did in that first outing he had against the Red Sox. So, um, you can't burn them out. They're going to need some innings from their starters. Um, the Red Sox... They're they're an incomplete team too, but you got to beat sure. teams like that. So they
0: got talent, and they're a team that I think in the past would have intimidated the Pirates into, you know, giving them that first game at the very mm-hmm. least. You know, the stellar starting performances those come in as stoppers sometimes. That just happens, but that first game is the one that impressed me the most because they they persevered through it,
1: and it really set the tone. Yeah, yeah.
0: That- Right. And I mean I, I just think like all in all, you, you kinda have to feel at least okay about the rotation. I personally am really missing JT.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, now's when you see it, right? Like yeah. even, even I've been very uh lukewarm on on Brubaker, but now is when you kinda see it. Um, that all of a sudden you remove one guy that you can count on not being terrible. Um, that changes things a little bit, so right. um, velasquez gotta be honest, wasn't blown away. I think he misses his spots way way too much, one start though like like let's all relax. That's why I tried to tell people about Keller in that first game sure relax he he's fine, you know, um, so. We, we we have to we have to see more from some of these guys i agree we got some
0: great questions popping up and comments here i want to get to so let's take a quick break and come back good stuff good stuff so let's jump back into the comments Jim what we do we got? got what do we got we got how about the launch pad we haven't talked to him in a long time yeah um if he he's talking about dari moretta okay he's like mm-hmm. great to see that uh, the stream is back he starts with then Seth jumps in with Moretta, is entertaining entertaining thus far I have to agree I just wrote about him today because he's exciting to me too the launch pads like yeah he's entertaining but You know, (laughs) he's got to be good too, right? Yeah. What do you think of him? Because we have a situation that's brewing. You know, a lot of people aren't really thinking about it, but Tyler Stevenson's going to come back off the IL and somebody's going to go. And Dari Moretta is making him his statement that it shouldn't be him. Will Crow has an option. That's a guy you could consider. I don't think they're going to cut bait on any of the guys that don't have options like DeJong or, or Underwood or Hold, Holderman has options, but they're not going to put him down Bednar, no. same, I wouldn't cut loose. Rob's Z he's been pretty good. Yeah. Hernandez can't go down. That to me smells like Dari or will crow. And that'd be a
1: tough decision. Cause
0: Dari has been really good.
1: It is. It is a tough decision. Um, and they've put him in some pretty high leverage situations, you know, but whether, whether by necessity or they trusted him, uh, and he's looked at, he's looked pretty good. I, I'm not sure that it's there with him. Um, well, but, but all you can do is ask a guy to go out and perform and he has done that Gary. So I will crow, um, I know what a lot of people would say. We're prisoners of the moment. They'd say, send Will Crow down.
0: I mean, I kind of lean that way, Jim. If Moretta continues to provide what he's providing, I think right now, too, he's been a little bit of an emotional leader in that bullpen. They seem to all be looking to him and buying into the way he is, his enthusiasm. And it seems to be rubbing off on some people that maybe needed a little bit of edge to them. You know, so I'm not sure I'm anxious to send him packing either, especially for Robert Stevenson. He's a journeyman himself. You know, if he had an option, you probably wouldn't make this change. But I think you're going to have to do something. You're not going to throw innings away.
1: Yeah, and it's not going to be Underwood. Underwood looked pretty good, and I think that they know what they can get out of him. So, um, yeah, I hadn't thought about it too much, Gary, but you're right. It's going to be um, interesting to see. And it doesn't look like there's any other moves that they could make. No one's going to come up with a faux injury at this point of the season either.
0: I mean, I doubt it. I mean, <laughs> it, right? seems to me, it seems to me like they're pretty locked in here and, and everybody's pretty much performed good out of the bullpen. DeJong had one bad outing. Um, you know, here's a, a pretty common statement we get here from from Ethan. He says, bite the bullet and cut underwood. You know, he explains in, in a in a later one that he doesn't think they'll do it. I don't either. Um Jim, I I don't know. I don't I'm not I'm one of those people that feels like if if half of everyone seems to think somebody's really bad, maybe I'm missing something. But to me, he's not one of their bigger problems. You know, I actually think they need his his length a little bit right now with, with what we were talking about in segment one with the starting rotation.
1: Well, especially, Gary, if you want to piggyback it off of Will Crow, maybe not being reliable anymore. You know? Yeah. Uh, so now all of a sudden you want to take two guys out that are – innings eaters in on april 6th i just i can't i can't envision that i'm not saying the guy's perfect i'm not even saying he's you know quote unquote good i just think that they need guys that can shoulder some innings and he's one of them
0: I, i think that that's kind of the point right now i think you need to get the innings out of the guy first yeah. I can have this discussion mid season and probably be okay with it because I feel like you used him up at that point. You know, I feel like they've ridden him hard for two seasons already. You get half a year out of him, Then you've eaten those innings that you needed to get out of them. And then you bring up a fresh arm, like Carmen Majinski or somebody along those lines, to take
1: his spot. It's not unlike how they use Chris Stratton in the sense of innings, right? Like you can use them a lot. And those guys serve their purpose, and like you said, then at some point, you can move on from them. Um, I'm not saying they're similar pitchers. I'm just saying like, that's the similar situation to me. Yeah.
0: So we've had some hot starts too. Andrew McCutcheon, I think. Brian Reynolds has done really well. <laughs>
1: Andrew but, McCutcheon uh, with with somehow seemingly an over one thousand on base percentage, which isn't <laughs> which isn't right, but obviously it seems like it. Well, check
0: out what Shady has to say here. Do you guys think teams are scared to pitch strikes to McCutcheon? So many walks in the first couple games. Um I don't think people are afraid to pitch to Andrew McCutcheon. I just think Andrew McCutcheon's eye is so friggin' mature right now that you have to hit the strike zone. He is that good. And if he wants walks, that's what he'll get. I mean, I believe he is talented enough to foul balls off and force walks on you. And eventually that, that causes guys to try to be nasty in the zone. You know, they want to get whiff rate on him in the zone and that's not an easy thing to do against Andrew McCutcheon. So Having an increased eye like that, I think he's made himself into somebody that you have to be very careful with now.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, he's going to work counts. He's going to give you a professional at bat every time. No one's afraid of Andrew McCutcheon at this point. I mean, listen, he he still can hit the ball out. Um, And on top of it, you're also seeing – pitching staffs early on, walking guys, issuing walks. Like it's, it's, these are real games, but you're still seeing free passes more than normal, I think. So, and he, he will, he will take advantage of it every time.
0: Yeah. And so will Carlos Santana to that, for that matter. He's a walker as well. So those two being in the middle of the order right there, I think, you have like crew, this dynamic right now where legitimately nobody wants to throw O'Neill Cruz anything to hit. Even knowing Brian Reynolds, who right now is hitting like Ted Williams is right there.
1: <laughs> um, That's a switch hitting Ted Williams.
0: Oh, but yeah. But, but they're, they're, they're pitching, they're choosing to pitch to him as opposed to pitching to O'Neill Cruz. Yeah. And O'Neal still doing well. He's still displaying a good eye. He's still taking walks. He's still getting on base and producing. He's not going to hit every once in a while. Probably on a pitch he shouldn't hit (laughs) because he just wants to be involved at this point, but there, he doesn't see hardly anything in the zone.
1: I can't imagine having to live like that as a hitter, which great hitters have to do, by the way.
0: You can't even sit here and say that Reynolds isn't protecting him. Is the thing? I mean, you you can't ask more. You're not even going to get this out of Reynolds all year, for God's sake. It's a, it's such a hot start. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's probably more dangerous right now than he will be in July. You know, if you're just looking at numbers, but nobody wants to touch O'Neill Cruz at all, and um, it's it's a problem. I mean, they're going to have to do something. I, I mean, the bottom of the order needs to maybe start providing more on base protection for when he comes back up or maybe they need to consider moving him down in the order a little bit,
1: you know? Yeah. And, and what I hope, my hope is for O'Neill Cruz is, is that, you know, he doesn't start going outside of what's working and doing well because he gets impatient and, you know, as a young hitter, you start, it's kind of like it's kind of like a quarterback taking making you take t- take what they give you and you're saying he's impatient enough he'll make a mistake he won't be able to do it all the time my hope is with O'Neill Cruz is he doesn't get impatient um, yeah and lets that part come to him and they address some of those issues around him like you just said I mean we, we talk
0: lineup all the time Jim Jeremy here with the way he's getting on base, maybe switching Cutch and Reynolds seems like nobody's ever on base for Reynolds or Cruz. It's a very good point. Um, I think looking at the batting averages so far, uh, walks are really the only way anybody's getting on base right now. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, somebody's going to have to hit somewhere. And, um, Reynolds has already been hitting. I think it's a matter of time before Cruz starts getting on base more because I think people are going to have to come around on not working around them so drastically. You have to remember these series have life of their own too. Like Boston had a, a way they were going to approach this lineup and they stuck to it, whether it worked or not, they weren't going to let Cruz beat them. They were going to give Brian Reynolds a chance to beat them. Brian Reynolds beat them.
1: It's funny you say that. Cause man, I forget who it was in the post game basically said like, it might've been, it might've even been Jason delay talking about we had, they have their plan. We have ours, you know, and as you talk about that, I don't think people real realize or, or they'll forget that just like you said, every team goes into a series with a plan of attack in the sense of how you want to pitch to a lineup and what you're looking to do on your side of the thing on, on things pitching wise, then that changes drastically from series to series, or it can.
0: Yeah, I I think it's interesting when you watch things like that, because especially when it's not working, baseball sometimes is a victim of its own um, short sample sizes, kryptonite thinking, you know, where game to game they can't go, well, our plan's not working, because the, the plan in and of itself is to be good, two out of three times, right? The plan is to win the series, two out of three. The plan is to succeed at your idea two out of three times, right? So when, when you fail once, you don't change the plan necessarily.
1: I, I think that's it.
0: Yeah. But when you watched it, it was almost like you're they're beating their head against the wall. Why in the world are you still pitching to Brian Reynolds like this? You know, um, Kutch isn't going to beat you like as bad. <laughs> you know, I promise you, but yeah. they just wouldn't stop, and it, it actually was kind of alarming at one point. I was just like, "Is anybody coaching this team?" I, I kind of was hoping they'd show the dugout so I could see they had a manager.
1: <laughs> well, it, it, teams believe in their process and their plan, and like you said, you get you you have it for a game, and you and you lose it. I think they're just gonna stick with it. They think they, they think that it's it's going to work. Now, maybe if you get in a playoff series, that might change. But in three game series, two game series, I just think teams are like, no, this is what we think is gonna work. We're not changing it. And um, you know, sometimes it's not <laughs> sometimes it's gonna backfire. Uh,
0: so, Dave says he is still very concerned about this offense. Dave, clarify for me. Tell me why. So, um, let's see. Here's a good one from Jeremy. I think Bay should bat ninth, kind of like the second leadoff hitter. I could not possibly agree with this more, Jeremy. I think it's really funny to see a lineup assembled based on analytics and then. Something that's very analytics driven, which would be having the nine hole hitter be fast on base guy that can set up the top of the order again is mm-hmm. being ignored. That said, it's less of a problem without hedges. So I will probably pick up complaining about it in about seven to 10 days if he's healthy.
1: Well, let, let, let's let say this. First of all, Jeremy, I think that's his second good point nobody's allowed to out good point us during an episode. So we might have to just block him for a little bit so we can, <laughs> but no, um, he, he, I, I totally agree with him and let's just talk about Bay for a second, Gary, like w- w- what we're seeing from him and what we had hoped to see from him. Um, what's your first thoughts on, on Bay? Cause <sighs> Uh, I'll
0: go with inconsistent uh, with flashes of greatness. I think he has some some ability to do some really flashy things. He's not consistent enough. Um, If he's fighting for playing time for second base, I think he'll lose it with his glove. If he's fighting for playing time with his glove in center field, I think he'll win some playing time. Um, But the bat plays and if you give him consistent at bats, I think, I think you have somebody that is a, a unique presence in this lineup. They don't have it. They don't have that kind of speed. They don't have that kind of hitter. Um, they don't have that kind of fielder, quite frankly, in center field right now on this roster. I I love what he adds to it, man. And I'm interested to see more.
1: Yeah. The last thing you said, he, he makes you want to see more. And th- this is this is the thing with these young guys is they're they're kind of like the wild boys in the sense of whether that's Castro, who's who's clearly not looked great, Bay Cruz, all these young guys is just the potential and letting them play and seeing what they're able to do. Um, I would have Bay in the lineup as much as possible right now. Um, I just think that he's not, he's not perfect at second base. He's not perfect at the plate, but there's enough there that I want to see him play more and more.
0: Yeah, I do too. Um, I'm not really sure what you mean by in all fairness, because I felt like we were pretty fair to him here, (laughs) Ethan, but, uh, Fielders like Bay in the league in general. I don't know how many guys are even attempt to make a catch like that in center field. I can say Brian would try. Uh <laughs> but a lot, you know. More I often mean, yeah, than it not, not it looks my- like it did in yesterday's game than uh than what Bay
1: did. It was a hell of a catch. I think we're just yeah. talking about like you know, the, the, you know, used to have a coach tell me all the time, is like, I don't need you to make the spectacular plays. What I need from you is to make the routine plays constantly. So that's what I think we're talking about, right? Like those are great. Let's just, let's just make sure we can be consistently good. The other 99% of the time, that's what we need.
0: Well, let me tell you what I liked that. I saw from Bay that that might've gone under the radar a little bit. Um, was in the last game. He got shifted out to center field as a defensive uh, replacement. You know, when Cruz had to come out of the game after getting kicked in the face, which we forgot to even mention. <laughs> so Bay's out in center field and um, I mean, he comes in and he just takes charge and calls off the infielders and takes over and takes the ball. We have not seen that a lot. Center field is a position that has just not had a vocal guy out there that just <laughs> took over and took charge of it. Love seeing Bay do that. Uh, especially he's a young kid. You know, you, those kids can be quiet on this team every once in a while. It's good to see one come up here and kind of take charge. Kana Smith and Jigba kind of like that too. When they shove him out in left field, he looks like he owns left field, you know, <laughs> very quick to call you off. Um, I I really like what I've seen from the youngsters, to be honest, in the outfield.
1: Yeah, and you get a little bit of success, um, whether it's in the field or at the plate, and that breeds confidence and you feel like you can be more of yourself out there because young players do have a tendency to not want to do that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that they both have a little bit of swagger to them
0: yeah I'd agree with that man it's been good we have to take a a real quick video faux break so we're gonna sit here and just look be quiet for a second and we're back to the Pirates Fan Forum here not that you guys watching video thought we went anywhere Um, yes TLP Thursdays are going to be the stream day for the foreseeable future for this show it's when Jim and I can most easily get together every week without any interruptions and it works for us I hope it works for all of you if not the
1: video lives
0: on and the audio still comes out on
1: Saturdays And selfishly, the pirates are off on Thursday sometimes. And, you know, we don't want to miss games and all that stuff. So it it just, I think it'll work.
0: So let's see. Let's go back to more Bay. huh? Bay is very aggressive in the field. It may be what is needed in center field, but not so much playing second base. That's a great point, Sean. Um, It's actually what has, I think been most noticeable about him at second base. He is very aggressive, does believe in his talents. He thinks there's not a ball he can't get to, and that may very well be true, but you also have a shortstop with a cannon for an arm standing there, and you have no business cutting him off
1: for more on his side of the bases. We're all thinking of the same play, right? I don't know, Gary, that I've ever seen a second baseman go that far over to make like, unless it's behind the bag or there's been some sort of like weird shift, but it was, it was a bit much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, I don't know what he was thinking, but yeah, you know, settle down. It yeah. It, you
0: know, Cruz enjoys playing with Castro more. You can just tell. And he said it, you know, they've grown up together. He loves playing with him. It's his brother, you know, right. Um, so it, not that Bay needs to walk on eggshells when he's out there. He's a major league player playing a major league game. He has his own career to worry about, but I don't know that I would be making O'Neill Cruz feel uncomfortable. That's all <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, no, we should probably focus a little bit on the white Sox now. Okay. Because we've got home opener and we haven't really touched on home opener. Let's talk about how we're going to feel about this, man. I mean, we're doing this on home opener Eve. You and I are both going to different celebrations tonight around town, you know, like almost yes. like we're pre-gaming for it.
1: I can't. I'm so excited
0: Koch coming back. Who knows? Maybe they'll announce something great. Um, Rich Hill on the mound against Lucas Giolito. If you want to talk real baseball. Oh, what does the home opener do for you man are you are you looking forward to it this year more than normal or is it just a special day no matter what
1: for me personally yeah i I dude this this to me is opening day is always special. um this fan base has been through a lot. We have suffered through it as well, so you know we don't know how things are going to go. They may come back down to earth, but damn it. I'm going to enjoy tomorrow (laughs) a lot. And, um, it's just, it's just, we're allowed to have nice things as pirate fans. I I know people tell you, you can't. So enjoy it, man. Enjoy it while it lasts and we'll go from there. But I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it, as long as you,
0: as long as you have a baseball team in town, to me, opening day is always going to be special. I, I love it. It's filled with hope. Um, for once, I, f- I feel good. They're coming home with a winning record. You know, no matter what, we're going to leave that stadium on, on Friday with them still having a winning record. Yes. You know, um, that's not something that I, that I can say. Uh, has happened a lot
1: in my life. So, and, and I will say this too. I just hope they have a a good showing. You know, like that's in, that that's important too. It's kind of like um, you know, if you if you follow either of us, we're we're both pit pit guys and, you know, yeah. and the Hail to Pit podcast which you should listen to if you're a pit fan to give Gary a plug here. <laughs> but um it's like pit. When you have a chance on a big stage to do something, please, please show up and perform well. I'm not even saying you got to win, but don't get boat raced. Yeah, don't don't come out flat. Don't get embarrassed. Don't do the things that we've had to endure far too much of that. So that's all I hope is that because look, the White Sox, pretty good team, man um I, yeah, I they think might be dangerous. they might be
0: i I mean to be honest I think they're they're probably not quite as offensively potent as the Red Sox, but they are much more capable on the mound so I think we could have uh, a really tight series actually yes. against them um we're not getting Dylan cease we're getting Giolito and you know a couple other guys. I think Kopatek, Copic, Michael Copic.
1: Copic, yeah.
0: So we're getting we're getting like, you know, their a good stretch of their rotation, but not Cease, who's probably one of the hottest pitchers in
1: baseball right now. And conversely, they're not seeing ours. Yeah, they're not seeing Mitch
0: Keller. Um, you know, Rich Hill, you kind of have to hope comes out a little bit better from the beginning this time, although it was still fun watching him pitch. He turned it around kept uh-huh. them in that game and everything. Um, it's not ne- not necessarily our best stretch of the lineup of the uh, rotation for us, I think, right. going against that team. But Rachel, it, should be, Rick- it should still be a lot of fun tomorrow, I would think. The weather looks like it's going to hold out, blackout and everything. I think it'd be a blast.
1: Yeah, no, and that's just it. Like, and that's kind of like, you know, if if I had to – ask a veteran to come out and pitch decently, this would be the game, you know? So I'm hoping that that's the ritual we see. He's certainly capable of it. Just don't get bombed and don't do it early.
0: Yeah, man, I agree. So the lineup, are you pretty happy with how they've been trotting it out? What tweaks besides like that eight, nine things? I think we both kind of agree with, with that. That's not made a lot of sense, but aside from that, it's pretty much fit,
1: right? Well, I don't know. I don't know if there's a whole heck of a lot more that you can do right now. I mean, it's still week one. You know, um, we'll see. We'll see with Cruz what they want to do um, as the season goes on. I guess they're going to see what uh, McCutcheon can handle maybe playing time-wise. Um, he might have to. So I mean, I, I think Derek Shelton said he's he
0: he expects him to play in right field for opening day, but I don't think it's something that they plan on trying to do too, too much, you know,
1: as no, as but I'm talking, I'm talking like lineup wise in the sense oh, of like, yeah. if he continues to keep getting on base, if and, he's hitting like this, how can you take him out? Right. Especially, yeah, and, especially for an offense that let's be honest, it's still going to have its days.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, I think you have to expect, you know, Carlos Santana is going to be Carlos Santana and I know that's not super great, but he'll, he'll hit better than he has. And, you know, he started turning it around a little bit in the Red Sox series there towards the end Um, and even got robbed a little bit before that. So I think he's hitting the ball fine. I'm starting to wonder where it bats for Choi come from, because I'm not sure you really want to make him the DH. And I'm not, I'm not sure what he does in the middle of the lineup, really. You know, yeah. um, I'm a little bit questioning really what his role is right now.
1: Hasn't looked awesome. Um, still think you're going to see that kind of rotation type situation. But um, it it would help if he <laughs> could. The middle of the lineup, Gary, is where I don't see him fitting.
0: Here, check this one out. How long do you keep Carlos Santana hitting cleanup from Sean?
1: You're not wrong, Sean. I mean, what else? I mean, I I, I would follow that up with the question of is. What else do you do that's not going to create other issues, though? The only way to do it
0: would be to move crews out of the leadoff spot. You'd have to put Bay up top, bump everybody else down, and then you'd probably have Kutch as your cleanup guy. It's if you a just lot did it of, that
1: way. A lot of movement. I I would just stress maybe a little bit of patience. It may, in fact, turn out that they will have to do something different, but I wouldn't mess with it right now gary i just i would just would not
0: Well, oh, that I, aspect. he's asking right now i think he's yeah. saying how long do you go
1: with it you know like do you give him a whole month there or, i would yeah. i would because because you got to move a lot to accomplish that and those that's a lot of moving pieces to accommodate that so i i just yeah i would, i would i would not do it soon
0: Jeremy, I've agreed with you a whole heck of a lot as we've done this show, (laughs) but quoting batting averages to me after game six ain't going to happen,
1: brother. See, Jeremy got greedy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He might be right here. See, he redeems himself immediately. Ideally,
1: Santana is a six. See? Well, you know, and and we got to get, we got to see to like, it would have been nice to see Hayes hitting a little bit more like he did, carrying it over from spring, because um, he helps carry that part of the lineup a little better if he's hitting. But that's a big if.
0: So Dave would like to see Hayes hitting second or lower in the lineup, and uh, second, I don't think I don't think I could do that right now. I need more support behind Cruz than what Hayes is providing right this second. And then if you move him any lower in the lineup, you might as well make him the nine, you know, to to get on base before Cruz. Um, And and I wouldn't do that with him quite yet either. He was really stinging the ball in spring, man. I'd I'd love to like, just give him a little bit of time.
1: Yeah. Let the weather heat
0: up a little bit.
1: And right or wrong, how they view the two hitter now in baseball, you know, sometimes that's your best hitter. So, um, I I like him at like six. I do, Uh, but but he's you know he's a big key to this offense being better, Gary. And I think.
0: I want to touch on just a couple more players that I think we've seen. Probably not as much as we thought we would. I think Jack Sawinski has probably sat more than I thought he would. I thought they would just force feed him into this lineup every game. They have not done that. So I ask you, Jim, how does he ever get his footing? If they, if they continue to handle him that way, or have they already decided that he's just not going to get his footing? because i'm I'm starting to wonder what their plan is here with him.
1: It tells me they're being cautious with him, uh, and probably rightly so right now he 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 hasn't looked great in spring. He hasn't looked I mean we know what plagues him. So tells me they're being cautious. It tells me that they're going to be careful when they use him and see how he does. Try to get him in good good spots and good positions to hit and be yeah. successful and then and and build off of that and i'm 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 totally fine with that
0: I feel like they're doing the same thing with him in many ways that they're doing with Castro, you know um almost the slow walking of Castro as well and uh, that's another kid that you know he's got to start feeling the pressure pretty soon.
1: Yeah, you know there are options. You know, <laughs> like, well, like, and hey, I mean, even I mean, look, we'll see how some people respond really well to that. Some guys yeah. don't. Um, and if someone's putting heat on him, good problem to have. It, it, it's it's better than neither Castro or Bay looking <laughs> like anything. Look at Dave.
0: Maybe they're just saving Jack for the home games. Jack, I mean Dave. I wish this was as funny as 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 you intended it to be. I think you might be right. Um, wouldn't you want to see if there's some voodoo to that? Maybe.
1: Well, maybe I mean, that's part. Maybe that's part of what we're we're talking about, or maybe. what I'm getting at, which is. Our heads are going to yeah. explode
0: if he like hits three, four home runs in PNC Park, though. <laughs> We're all going to be you? like, it's true. It Can is true. Imagine?
1: I thought it would be great if he did the total mind F this year and went berserk on the road and couldn't hit it at yeah. home. And I thought that would be <laughs> – that it would be funny, at least. So – Hey, I'm I'll hoping I'm I'm hoping by the way, I I I'm I'm taking uh my son up to see uh Jack Solinsky tonight signing some autographs and I'm gonna ask him about that stance of his and see what he says. I'm gonna see if he'll give me anything, Gary. So um I'll 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 report back on that later. Well you
0: do that. You do that. We are gonna have to end the show because you got you and I both have things we gotta get to. Yes. So we should end it. So let's give, let's give the fans some homework, right? I I think I want, I want them to do something for us. If you managed to get yourself blocked by Dennis Eckersley (laughs) after that series, because he was on a rampage blocking everybody in Pittsburgh. And if you haven't yet, you still have time to make it happen get Dennis Eckersley to block you screen cap it and send it to the pirates fan forum on Twitter. And we, (laughs) and we will laugh about the total number of people that he blocked.
1: We will celebrate it with you.
0: S a W F T soft. Dennis Eckersley sad, sad man. But uh, that's how we're going to end the show, Jim, because people on video aren't going to hear your awesome little kids say uh, that's okay. Let's that's go. All right. Bucks. He's
1: gonna have fun tonight anyway. So so today we'll say
0: it. Let's go, Bucks. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody. let's go Bucks.